Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. It is Monday, September 13th, 2021. We're here with our weekly Raw reviews for WWE Monday Night Raw. No Ryan once again. Like I said uh, in past weeks, he's going to be on here sporadically, so for now it's back to just me and Joey, which means unfortunately we can't really do Trivia Challenge because one of us would be hosting and we would get the answers, so it wouldn't make much sense. So no trivia, but that means a shorter review, Um, so I guess that's a positive. Um, Coming up this week, we have Dynamite from Newark. Uh, They have announced... Adam Cole will be making his debut in ring against Frankie Kazarian. Brian Danielson will be... What is she doing? My cat is playing with keys. Yeah, she's trying to steal my car. Um, uh, Danielson's going to be calling out Omega. Uh, we're in Sean Spears versus Darby Allen And Jade Cargill versus Layla Hirsch. So that's the Dynamite card for this week. And then... Oh, also, uh, Suzuki-Goon. Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki are calling out Moxley for a challenge, which most likely will be uh, Suzuki and Archer versus Kingston and Moxley at Russell Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe the following week, uh, week, which we will be in attendance for. So we won't have our typical Wednesday review for Dynamite. Instead, we'll be putting a vlog out up on YouTube. Um, so keep your eyes peeled to that. So if you want to see our vlog, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for that. Um, Thursday, or, well, Thursday's Impact, but Ryan and Angel's Impact Power Hour now comes out on either Friday or Saturday due to their schedule, so keep your eyes peeled this weekend. And at some point during this week, we will also be releasing our predictions for the G1 Climax. All of us predicted the tournament, and so we're going to do a podcast going over our predictions and running down the whole tournament, so we'll see how that's going to play out. The tournament starts this weekend. I'm sure throughout the tournament, throughout the several weeks that's going, we'll share some thoughts on it, but we're not going to review every single show um, like we did last year, but keep your eyes peeled. We will cover the G1 in some capacity. I think that's everything to go over. I can't think of any other big shows coming up soon. Um, Bound for Glory is the next one that we'll be covering like intensely as that comes up at the end of October, and then full gear for AEW in November. So... Uh, Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. It's free. We're on basically all streaming services, so you can help us out there. If you're on Apple listening uh, on their podcast app, be sure to leave a review. Helps us out. And yeah, I guess without further ado, we can talk about Raw. So for those new here, I'm Pat, and I am joined by your reigning, defending, Deep Six champion, Joey. And yeah, so we watched Raw tonight, all three hours of it. Um, I, I'll go out on a limb here and say this was the best Raw we've probably watched, mainly because of the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think another Raw we've watched has come close to being, like, I, I can't think of another Raw we watched this year that, like, had something as good as the <laughs> ending of the show on it. Right. So, um, uh, we'll get there, but, uh, props to Raw for not being, like, completely terrible this week um because most weeks we always give it a pretty unanimous thumbs down mm-hmm. um so so you know props that they didn't give us just an awful show this week um to start off the show we had biggie came out to make his entrance rk bro then came out and then lashley and mvp came out uh biggie had tweeted out earlier today that he fully intended on showing up on raw and cashing in his briefcase and so he started off the show by saying that he does plan on doing that. 
Um, Riddle says that it's good to have Big E, but he asks Big E to not cash in on Randy if he wins because Randy Orton is Riddle's best bro. Uh, MVP told him to shut up, and then Big E says... Um, or sorry, MVP said that Big E won't be cashing in on Randy Knight because Randy won't be the WWE Championship, or he won't be the WWE Champion. He's not a title. Um, no, he's a title. <laughs> MVP told Big E uh, that he picked the wrong show to um, come to and questioned why he was too big of a coward to cash in on Roman Reigns on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But uh, this was just your normal extended talking segment to open raw nothing was inherently wrong with it it's just it's a pretty boring opening to a show when you have three hours to get through and you kick it off with like talking i'd much rather see like a, a fun match open the show and then follow that up with a talking segment Absolutely. like if you want to get me excited for raw open with like they could open with like damian priest and jeff hardy yeah that would have been like a nice little opener mm-hmm. to the show or one of the many women's matches we had tonight right um, but that was not the case, so oh well. But it was a, it was a fine little segment, and it uh, it set everything up for the rest of the night. So I guess it did that successfully. It just again, it's a gripe I have with Raw when you have three hours and you decide to open with like ten, fifteen minutes of people talking. It's just not as entertaining as it would be to start with wrestling. Right, I agree. We got a one of the many many commercials tonight for NXT. 2.0, which it has now been dubbed officially, uh, it is now called NXT 2.0 in all these video packages, despite as many people have made the uh, acknowledgement online, this is actually the third incarnation of NXT, um, with the game show being the first, then the one we've all come to know and love over the past few years being NXT 2.0, and now this is also NXT 2.0. So mm-hmm. doesn't make much sense, but that's what we got going, and tomorrow that show will be on originally it's supposed to be headlined by a fatal four-way to decide the number one contendership for Samoa Joe's title, but we found out Sunday from Twitter that Samoa Joe was vacating the title due to injury. And so earlier today, also on Twitter, they had William Regal uh, announced that that fatal four-way is now for the NXT Championship. Mm-hmm. My question still remains why they didn't have Samoa Joe or William Regal announce this on Raw tonight. I don't like, know. especially with all these promotions, like it feels like they're trying to tie in Raw. It's like to, a random like video on Twitter. I feel like it'd be a much bigger deal if they had like NXT, yeah. like Regal come and be like, right. tune into NXT tomorrow, we're crowning a new champion. Right. But uh, there's also the wedding between Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, oh, also in regards to NXT, Sean Ross Sapp retweeted, or not retweeted, reported during Raw tonight that Johnny Gargano's contract is up in December, right? December 3rd. December yeah. 3rd. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Gargano. I personally see him probably re-signing, but if he doesn't, there's plenty of options for him. He'd be a top guy pretty much. Anyway. Yeah. Honestly, just with the way of, like talent have been going, um, I wouldn't be surprised if anyone leaves. Like, no, I mean, or stays or goes. I mean, there's a lot of names, I guess you could say, that you would never see somewhere else. Like, But, that's, you know, we, we didn't think Daniel, like, yeah, I, if you told anybody earlier this year that Danielson would end up in WWE or like anywhere outside of WWE, they'd do it much crazy. Yeah, so for sure. Um, yeah, uh, we got a recap of Nia Jax versus Charlotte from last week, and then this sent us into Shayna Baszler versus Charlotte Flair. Gonna be honest, I did not have an, a care for this match at all. Um, not because either of the women I like Charlotte and I like Shayna, but they're both heels. And like, but Charlotte was somewhat wrestling as a face, but then she wasn't. 
And this all is this isn't even building up to anything between these two. This was all just set up for Shayna versus Nia Jax, mm-hmm. which I don't think anybody in their right mind could care about. No. Uh, I just hope Shayna wins. I don't think she will, but I hope Shayna wins and she can go off to become like a contender again for the singles title because mm-hmm. Shayna's really good. But by all means, I'm assuming Nia wins next week and then Shayna just disappears. Yeah. So, um, final little match though between Charlotte and Shayna. It wasn't anything too spectacular, but um, this is a, a fine women's match. Uh, Nia distracted Shayna towards the end and Charlotte won with a big boot. So, uh, kind of a whack finish. For Shayna Baszler to lose via a big boot. <laughs> but I guess that's just the reality we're living in. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the post-match segment. Alexa Bliss comes down. She has Lily and a present. Oh, God. And she gets into the ring. And she says that she wanted to give Charlotte a gift to thank her for accepting her challenge for Extreme Rules. Officially, they did announce Alexa Bliss will challenge Charlotte Flair for the uh, Raw Women's Championship at Extreme Rules, uh, I guess in a week or two, whenever that is. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a week or two weeks or something, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte says that Alexa wouldn't know her taste because she doesn't collect dolls, she collects championships. And Alexa basically, I, I don't even understand. She told Charlotte to put her hair down and Charlotte points out that the, her hair is down, down, but Alexa's yeah. is up, and no sense. And uh, we got people, we literally got the crowd doing a yes chant for Charlotte to open this. <laughs> this is not what Daniel Bryan intended. These crowds are senile. I don't know what they were thinking, but this was, I don't know why people are so into this. None of this is good. Um, but Charlotte eventually opened it, and it was a doll that was made to look like Charlotte, and the doll's name is Charlie. <laughs> My question coming out of this is, so if, <laughs> if this doll is supposed to be Charlotte, mm-hmm. and his name is Charlie, what is Lily supposed to be? Right. Because it's not supposed to be Alexa, but right. it looks somewhat, like it has the same hair as Alexa. Right. But like, what is, what is, what is, who is Lily? Lily is just lily maybe lily's just around then i guess so um charlotte wasn't amused by this and uh they just keep going on and on and charlotte ends up saying that she's gonna send alexa an action figure of herself Mm -hmm. and that alexa's gonna end up in a padded cell in an asylum and then we got a little brawl and we got alexa hitting the sunset flip code red whatever you want to call it and that was that so, Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair is the Raw Women's Title Program for the fall. Um, as somebody who's been very, uh, me, Joey, and Ryan have all been very open of not enjoying Alexa's current character. Mm-hmm. This is not something. Jesus this Christ! This is not something I can get excited for. I'm gonna go check on whatever just fell. Joey, just keep talking while I go yeah. check. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Honestly, I'm actually like. I was, like, a huge fan of Alexa, honestly. Like, a lot of people don't didn't like Alexa. Like, her, like, old, like, you know, Harley Quinn gimmick. Like, I thought that's when she was at her best. Um, it just seems like she could... They kind of, like, just gave her the, like, Fiend character to keep the Fiend character alive now that Bray Wyatt's gone. Like, they just kind of, like, put it to her. But they spun it a little bit, and it's so much... It's so much worse. Like, when The Fiend first started happening, like, when The Fiend was first introduced, I, like, I really liked it. I thought it was cool and different. 
But then eventually it got like really old and dumb. And now they're just doing that with Alexa and trying to, you know, sell and merchandise and all that stuff to, you know, make a pretty penny. But, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a fair point. Um, thank you for taking over. Uh, my yeah. cat knocked over uh, top of a mug and the top is now cracked. So thank you, Nugget. Oh. Um, anyway, yeah, not excited for this whatsoever, but... Oh, well. <laughs> what are you going to do? Honestly. Uh, we got Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders versus Jinder Mahal, Shanky, and Veer. This was over in under five minutes. Drew, Drew won, um, hitting a Claymore on Shanky. And that was it. I have no thoughts on this. Um, no. We had a New Day reunion backstage with Biggie, Xavier Woods, and Kofi. Kofi and Xavier hyped him up, saying that they saw that he was nervous, but they... Uh, they say that they know he has what it takes to be champion, and they chant New Day Rocks as that segment ends. Yeah. So, uh, we got Reggie running around, and for once he was not in a park. We didn't have to hear him talk about going to parks as a child. Right. She has, <laughs> my cat has now knocked over the lid of a pot. She's very energetic right now. She is a little troublemaker. Yeah. For sure. Thank you. Thank you, Nugget. Um, Reggie just runs through the backstage area, crawls under a truck, and he gets chased by Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulak, Umberto Carrillo, some others. And then R-Truth, Drake Maverick, and Akira Tozawa uh, are the last three left. And Drake says that the problem wasn't his plan. It was the execution in regards to R-Truth and mm-hmm. Tozawa not being able to capture the title. Sure. This just feels like a, a waste of time, but oh right. well. Uh, Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, Sheamus is on commentary where he's just being Sheamus. Um, another fine match, if nothing special at all. Um, they had announced this as an open challenge, and then like an hour or two before Raw, they just, they just announced that it was Jeff Hardy versus Twitter, yeah. Damian Priest, which defeats the purpose of the open, open challenge. challenge. Like, right. imagine if like during Cena's open challenge when he was U.S. champ every week. An hour before Raw, they just told you who it was. The whole fun of an open challenge is the surprise. Yeah, there's like no like, there's really no like surprise. Yeah, I did not need that, but it was fine. Um, Again, I still think this probably should have opened the show if I was like reorganizing this. I just feel like this would have been a more fun, energetic open to the show to have Priest versus Hardy, somebody who they're building up as like this new top face versus Jeff, who's like beloved. Um, But oh well. Um, Again, solid little match, nothing special. Priest won with the Reckoning, and that was that. After the match, Sheamus beat him down and stood tall, and that made me realize that the Sheamus and Damian Priest program has been going on since the spring, and it is now mid-September. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. who who needed this, but Sheamus and Damian Priest is still going on. So, uh, wonderful. Uh, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley are backstage. We get another promo from them before Natalia and Tamina roll up. And they call Nikki and Rhea freaks who are never going to hold the tag titles. And Rhea says that she, she, she's used to being called a freak. Um, and, and she tells Natalia that her and uh, Tamina need to get used to being former champions before Natalia says that's not going to happen because me and Tamina have dominated eras. 
Yeah. What? Dude, I remember when uh, Tamina and Natalia were just like, were just like killing it in the two thousands, uh, two thousand tens as a uh, you know. Divas champion or I don't think champion. no Nat- Tamina never held the a singles exactly. title exactly yeah. that's the that's the joke <laughs> and I don't think Natty ever held the Divas title did she no I think she won the SmackDown I'm pretty sure title. that was her first time yeah, yeah so being uh, Naomi yeah I think it was in like 2017 or Which 2016 is, or something. yeah so this comment made no sense remember Natalia was the person who had a farting gimmick at one point oh my god yeah so cool. Uh, they brawled, Sonya showed up, and she referred to Nikki as Nikki A-H-S instead of Nikki A-S-H. Mm-hmm. And we officially got the announcement that we were going to get a second match. We were going to get Tamina and Nikki, uh, as well as Rhea and Natalia. Um, we got a little promo from RK-Bro, where Randy had he- his uh, headphones on. Big E showed up and told Randy to watch his back. Riddle started talking about uh, his pet chameleon named Toodles. Mm-hmm. Got a little toodles. I still cannot stand <laughs> Riddle's promos. Like Bad. none of it's funny. Dude, the comedy is awful. Like him and Randy are a really good team in ring together. They're but, like very fun to watch, but like yeah, their but interactions, like, Riddle's just not funny. Just like baby humor. It's like Vince. It's like what Vince thinks like stoners He's act like, like it, but no, it's they like, don't. It's, it's <laughs> like if Vince McMahon wrote a stoner comedy that was rated G, right? Where all of the jokes are for children who don't know what a story <laughs> right. is. Right, it's like, really bad. I, it, it just feels like, it feels unnatural, and it just feels like like trying too hard like to, to, to have comedy. Yeah, you know what I mean? like it's dad funny. jokes would be funnier than this. Yeah. This isn't like, this is for sure for children. But I think that's just like, that just like, uh, you know, goes into like the issue with uh, WWE, like most of their promos. They just feel... Overly like scripted and unnatural. Hundred percent. Um, but yeah, it's really silly. <laughs> I I will never understand it. But oh well, this is the world we're living in. Vince runs the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki A S H versus Tamina. It's a Tamina match. I don't think anybody could ever be excited for this. Uh, Nikki did fine. She did everything she could to make this like fun. She won with the tornado DDT. So, uh, yeah. shout out to Fuego. I have no idea what my cat is doing, everybody. If you hear noises in the background, she's just wandering on the kitchen um, like counter. Um, let's see what she's... We're just going to narrate this for a second. She's looking at... Uh, she's by the drink machine and the toaster oven. Just walking around looking at the recycling document that tells you what you can recycle. Baking sheet. And is she going to jump? She's gonna jump? Nope, she's going back. <laughs> going back to the drink machine. Staring off into nothing. Staring at us. She knows we're watching. <laughs> so she's gonna be good. Uh, I think she's coming down. She... No. I have no idea what she's doing. Okay. Um, after this... Tamina beat down Nikki, and that sent us to commercial, which then when we came back, we were in the middle of Natalia versus Rhea Ripley. Um, this ended up lasting like two commercial breaks, so they gave Natalia and Rhea more time, which to be honest made sense because Natalia and Rhea are better wrestlers than Tamina. Right. Um, but I still find Natalia to be horribly boring. Yeah. Um, Rhea's fine. 
I still think she's like really worn off on me um, the past year. Yeah. Um, ever since losing the NXT title to Charlotte, I feel like she's never really so recovered. She never gained her like momentum back. No, well, she way. never beat Charlotte. She never got her pin back. Yeah. So like, it wasn't even fifty-fifty booking. Right. Right. <laughs> um. So. Uh. Sure. Um. Rhea ended up winning. There was more shenanigans with Nikki cheating on uh, Rhea's part by like tripping Natalia up. Um, and then Natalia tried to cheat by getting her legs up on the rope. Mm-hmm. It was it was a match. But Rhea and Nikki both won, so they've now beaten the champs in singles matches. And this just continues to serve that last week they won a championship contender match, did not get their, their title shot. And Shotzi and Knox on SmackDown have beaten them three times and still have yet to get a title shot. So the women's tag division just does not matter. No. Like You can beat them and you just don't get title shots. It, yeah, it really doesn't matter at all. No idea. Um, Might be time for them to just retire those belts. 100% they should. Uh, Charlotte is backstage and uh, well, to be fair actually to um, point that out. Yeah, if they retired the tag belt you'd have more like singles. Yeah, like it's just like, take the L like just realize what you created didn't work and just cover your losses and you would, move on. <laughs> like on SmackDown you'd have instantly more people that can challenge for the mm-hmm. title. Like they were really like just kind of um, turning their gears or wheels or whatever, yeah, yeah, spinning yeah. wheels, yeah. Um, with just having Carmella constantly challenged for the title. So, right. Um, yeah. Uh, we saw Charlotte walking backstage. She found Charlie sitting on a table, and she threw her in the trash. So Damn. R.I.P. to Charlie. R.I.P. Uh, AJ Styles, Omos, Mason T-Bar versus Mansoor, Ali, Kofi, and Xavier Woods. This is our big eight-man tag match. Didn't care for this match, really. I just don't really remember anything. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'd care more if any of these teams felt important. But like right. AJ and Omos, since they lost the titles, have just been doing the same stick every week. Dude. Mace and T-Bar are the biggest jobber team I've ever Listen, seen. Tag team wrestling in WWE just does not matter. Like no. It just does not feel important. Like It just it just not does not feel important. Absolutely not. Um, and then, again, Mansoor and Ali feel like they've been doing the same, like, will they, won't they work together yeah. for weeks, months. Can even. they coexist? Exactly. Like, and the New Day or the New Day. Right. Um, so... Uh, anyway, this was standard eight-man tag action, but it ended up just devolving into the Omos show at the end where everybody had to put over how powerful he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you're into Omos, then you're probably going to enjoy it, but me and Joey are not the biggest Omos fans. He's just a tall man. He's just a tall man. I mean, um, we've seen it plenty of times in the WWE. He just reminds me of any other tall man. Yeah. And he, it's not even like he has, like, charisma or anything. He just stands Yeah, there. he's not very mobile either. Like, he's just no. really tall and, like... Yeah. So he won with the choke bomb on Ali, and it just made me wish that Ali was getting better treatment in the company, but... Yeah, oh, well. That's been years. <laughs> we get an interview with Bobby and MVP backstage. Um, they say that Big E is an annoyance, and that Lashley is focused on defending the title at all costs. That means focusing on the misery uh, that they're going to make Randy Orton endure. And Big E rolls up and just starts saying, boo, boo. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Big E is a gem. Uh, so, and that was that. Dewdrop versus Eva Marie actually happened this week. Mm. Dewdrop came out, she did her little jazz fingers, and then Eva Marie came out, and we had an actual match between these two. 
Yeah. Um, Dewdrop did not completely squash her. There was offense from both women, uh, but Dewdrop won with a crossbody. Yeah. So, and then Joey's favorite wrestler made his appearance on the show. All night we were waiting for his arrival. Yeah. All night long. And he didn't wrestle. He didn't. That's like a first. So first we'll just go over this. Karrion Cross cut a backstage promo. He was in a suit, and while he was talking, there was smoke in the area around him, and they had dramatic orchestra music playing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he says that he isn't telling us anything we don't already know, and deep down, most of us don't know who we really are. He says most of us don't figure it out until we suffer or inflict the suffering, and his list of casualties on Raw will continue to grow. There is only one certainty. He will hurt every single person in this place until no one is left and he has gotten everything that he wants. He's not here to get lost in the shuffle. He's going to pulverize people until everyone learns to fall and pray. What are your feelings on Karrion Cross this week on Raw? Karrion Cross, I don't, dude, I think he's so awful. I just literally don't care about the guy. In ring, he's boring to me. His character is boring. His promo work is boring. Well, I don't know what the fuck he t- was trying to talk about. Like, yeah, you know, like, I, I don't know. He was just trying to be, like, really, like, uh, I don't know, really deep about something. Well, but. Let's, let's take note here that this was a bit of a character change for him on Raw. Because he was no longer dressed up like the spooky Spartacus man, the kinkster. Yeah, but that's... But that was backstage. He could still that come out to his ring. Yeah, that could next, just be his ring gear. Yes, but we also, like, his promo last week with Morrison, he wasn't doing like this. He was mm-hmm. just talking. Yeah. So do you think that this is going to be a character change, or do you think next week he's just back to Spartacus? Honestly, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Oh. I don't have any faith. So I, I, I don't either. I doubt it. I don't know. Maybe. I mean... This was the closest to, like, NXT carrying cross that we've gotten. Like, he yeah. even said, like, the fall and pray thing, which, like, was his and Scarlet's catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be interested to see if this is hinting that, like, Scarlet might actually come up with him, because I think that's the only way you can save him from just falling down the card. Yeah. Because I don't see anybody getting invested in him by himself. I mean, hey, you even mentioned about getting lost in the shuffle. <laughs> that's true. So he knows. He knows what he's, uh... He knows what he's geared for. Yeah. Um... So I think if he brings Scarlet up, then I think he has a better chance. If not, then I fully suspect this guy's going to land in the mid-card. Mm. So um, time will tell. But we do know that the draft is happening on October 1st and October 4th for Raw and SmackDown. So roster changes will happen. Maybe some people from NXT will get moved around. Mm. Um, so I guess if you're going to bring up Scarlet, then would be a time to do it. Um but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Obviously, again, the big NXT reboot is tomorrow night uh, or today, depending on when you're listening to this. But we'll uh, we'll see who like moves around, if any people get called up, if any people get sent down to NXT. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just carrying cross. I don't really have faith for. Um, nor am I interested. Um, and again, mm-hmm. I, I still think they really like hurt him by having his first appearance on Raw be as NXT champion. And losing in two minutes. Yeah, that um, was that was. I don't know. I don't understand that. I was just baffling. Like if you would, if his debut on Raw was like a promo like this, like mm-hmm. like teasing what he was going to do, then I feel like he'd be in a better position. Still not mm-hmm. great. Yeah, but it'd be better than losing yeah, Jeff Hardy in two minutes. Crazy. So, and if it wasn't for Jeff Hardy getting COVID, he would have lost again mm-hmm. to him. 
So, so. what a time to be alive. Uh, we have one match announced for, announced for next week's Raw. Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler. I'm not excited. I can't wait. I'm sure that's going to be stellar. I'm not I'm excited. so glad that this is the one thing they announced for next week. That should really get the eyes on the product, honestly. To be fair, how the show ended, they, I think they know people will tune in next week. Yeah. But only announcing one match and it being Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler is not something to get excited for. No. Anywho, this says to our main event, Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. They came out around like 10.30, 10.35-ish with their entrances. Um, so the whole last like half hour of this show was dedicated to the main event and the post-match stuff. Um, I thought this was a pretty solid match. It wasn't like pay-per-view level quality yeah. for like a WWE Championship. But for Raw, like a singles match, they gave you what was promised. Yeah. Um, there was no real... Like the most shenanigans were like MVP getting involved, which you're kind of expecting. Yeah. But they didn't do a DQ, no count out or anything. They gave you just a straight-up match here. Um... We had just... Uh, Riddle was also on the outside doing shenanigans. Um, probably the only remarkable thing he did was after Randy gave MVP an RKO, mm. Riddle fell on the floor next to him and just started making fun of MVP. Mm. Um, that was kind of funny. It wasn't yeah. uh, dumb stoner comedy. Um, and then they got back in the ring for the end of this and they just started teasing finishes. Uh, MVP tried to lock him in the heart lock. Randy kept fighting out and... Eventually hit an elbow, uh, hit an RKO, and uh, MVP got to roll out. They got back into the ring, and Lashley hit the spear mm-hmm. and officially retained his title. Yeah. So uh, we had a clean pinfall loss for Randy Orton, but remember Randy was originally supposed to face Lashley at the pay-per-view, but they established in the opening promo that Randy Orton has politicked his way to moving the match up. So the assumption is that Randy does not have the title shot at the pay-per-view. I'd hope not. But Lash- Lashley and MVP still have their tag title shot that was supposed to happen tonight, but they okay. moved the title match to here. So it's a bit confusing as to when everything is happening. Yeah, I don't um, understand that. Especially with the post-match thing, because after the match, Lashley beat Orton up, and then uh, Randy managed to... Um, or no, Bobby put him through the table and he like... They said that he um, twisted his knee or something. Mm. And so he was selling an injury. Big E came out. And then we, then we went to commercial. Yeah, that was... <laughs> this is one of the worst commercial placements place. I've ever seen. Uh, Big E comes down, announces he's cashing in, and then they cut to commercial. Um, and we come back. They're saying Lashley's refusing to fight because he's injured. Uh, Big E slaps him. And then they officially ring the bell a second time. Um, Lashley takes Big E down and starts beating him up. Biggie hits a really, really good chop block. Um, and then uh, Lashley ends up landing a spear, but Biggie mm-hmm. kicks out. And then um, Biggie gets him up for the big ending and officially lands it. And Biggie is the new WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Not I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's the new WWE he's Champion. The championship. Um, so Biggie wins. And the New Day come out and celebrate. The crowd's going wild as they should. This was, again, the last 30 minutes of Raw were genuinely really good television. Yeah, so, they were. Um, props to WWE. They delivered a solid main event with Orton and Lashley, and then they actually gave the people what they wanted in, in mm-hmm. putting the title on Big E. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, that's definitely something to be excited for, and I feel like people will come back next week to watch because Big yeah. E's now champ. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm absolutely happy for Big E honestly uh, he probably should have been world champion like a long time ago to be honest 
like this man is probably like one of the genuinely like like genuinely like uh, talented and like a good person overall. And he's like beloved like. by the fans. Yeah, know. and like the locker room and stuff. So like, so. <laughs> Oh, sorry, but um, yes, I'm glad that he, he gets this opportunity, and I gotta give a shout out to Bobby Lashley. I would say that he was probably one of the best WWE champions in you know modern, modern like times. Yeah, I put um, Kofi up there. Yeah, Lashley, Kofi, but Lashley really did I his put, thing. I put Brian up there. Brian, yeah. So, um, so he was definitely up there, and um, my only issue, and it's not with Big E or anything, it's just with WWE. The way, the way it kind of just feels like this happened because Raw lost the demo last week. Like the fact that he got to tweet it out. Like it was just, it was, I don't know, it was just really weird. Technically, this is the second time this year we got told that there was going to be a world title change. When Lashley beat the Miz, when it was oh, pretty much I guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. So like. It's just really weird. Like, that's how the booking is. Like, I don't know. I just don't see other companies doing that. So, like, I don't know. It just feels weird because, like, it's great that Big E finally got this moment. But, like, I always saw it, like, he was it would happen in another way. Like, a surprise or, like, you know, or just, like, something else. Like, like out of nowhere. Like, not, like, oh, yeah, Big E's going to be on Raw tonight. Oh, yeah, Big E tweeting, I'm going to cash in. The money in the bank briefcase tonight. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I mean, so yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna a either happen or b it's gonna make us tune in and it's not gonna happen and then, bam. But I'm glad that they actually went through with it um, because that would have been pretty ass if they baited us to to watch Raw and they're like, oh yeah, I'm not cashing in or whatever. So glad that it happened, but yeah. Pretty much. Really? <laughs> She's trying to uh, throw you off. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, apologies for Nugget in the background. She is now just playing with things on the floor. Um, yeah, um, I do think WWE, like, again, there's pros and cons to doing this. By them announcing that Big E was going to cash in on the show like this, they can put more eyes on the show tonight. Yeah. Um, but then you also kind of ruin the surprise and a lot of the big money in the bank cash-ins, the reason they're remembered so fondly is because they were surprises. Um, that being said, I do think Biggie winning the title is bigger than that. And I think this is a moment that will still probably be remembered pretty fondly by most people. Yeah. So, um, I don't necessarily have an issue with it, seeing how it played out. If they had done some shenanigans where they had Biggie tweet out that he was going to cash in and then... Either he cashed in and failed, or like he attempted to cash in, but somebody attacked him. Yeah, that would have been like such bullshit. <laughs> right. And I think that would have probably reflected negatively in the viewership for the following week. I think you would have probably seen people not showing up to watch. Um, but they delivered, and that's something that WWE doesn't really do that often. So, as much as we shouldn't really give them props for doing the bare minimum, mm-hmm. um, they did give Big E the world championship tonight, and they do deserve props for that. Um, so, uh, yes, that being said, as fantastic as the last 30 minutes of Raw were, I cannot give this show a thumbs up because there was still two and a half hours of this show that so much of it was just mediocre and forgettable stuff. The Alexa Bliss Charlotte storyline, I cannot get behind. I have no interest in a Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax feud, Eva Marie and Dewdrop, absolutely not. 
the tag division is just having eight-man matches, and it, yeah, it feels unimportant. Just... Drew McIntyre is still feuding with Jinder Mahal a month after SummerSlam. Who cares? Meeting him clean, yeah. by the way. Um, and again, Damian Priest and Jeff Hardy, that was good. But again, they also shot themselves in the foot by not like having an actual open challenge. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll give this show... I'll, go, I'll just go thumbs in the middle. Um, again, last 30 minutes were really fantastic. And so I'll give them props for that. But I don't want to go completely negative on it mm-hmm. because of that. But again, the rest of the show just like... The fact that they had... Like an outstanding final thirty minutes shows that the company is capable of producing good content. Yeah, it's active. It like they're actively not trying. It's whether or not they can be like consistent with it. Yeah, um, when you have thirty minutes that are really great on a three-hour show, mm-hmm. like I, I can't give that like a total positive. So that's why I'm going thumbs in the middle for me. I'm gonna go thumbs in the middle, pointing up. Okay. Just be just for Biggie. Just for Biggie's moment, to be honest, because like I said, like I thought like a long time ago, he should, probably should have been world champion, and I'm just really glad they pulled the trigger. Um, now it's after all the hype dies down of him being champion. I hope WWE like treats his title reign like good. Like I hope he has a good title reign. I hope they don't just do some like bullshit where they like. Have him feud with like one person for like a few months. Well, he's probably gonna face Lashley at the paper. And then, or just have him lose real quick. Let's do none of that. Like, let's, because that would be so trash. Um, but yeah, let's just hope that it's handled good. Like, because he definitely deserves like a pretty, probably a long run. Honestly, like he definitely deserves a long run. Um, yeah, let's not let have him go out to like Goldberg or anything. <laughs> Yeah. Um, was there anything else on the show that you actively enjoyed? Mm, I thought Priest and Hardy had a solid match. I feel like you're just going to get, like... For, for someone that, like, doesn't really care too much about Damian Priest, like, I guess because, like, his characters are just kind of, like, confusing and, like, whoa, 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 what he whoa. is. You're telling me you're not an agent of it? <laughs> not necessarily, but, <laughs> but he is good in ring, and, like, him and Hardy, like, were good. Um... And then I also thought Orton and Bobby like had a solid TV match. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, honestly. Okay. <laughs> Everything else was just kind of mid. Yeah, mid. Yeah. Um, okay, moving forward with like the draft happening, do you see them keeping the New Day together again, or do you think they're going to split them? And if um, so, where do you think um, people end up? I think it's probably 100% the best... Like in WWE's interest, like if you want to compare like ratings and all that stuff, is to put them back together. Honestly, on Raw, to keep them together for to be a like alongside uh, Biggie's reign, kind of like they were for Kofi. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just better that way because like I think they add like an element to Raw, and like people are gonna watch because like the New Day like are on, and just like New Day has always been like one of the most consistent like popular things in in WWE. So, yeah, I'd say that's probably the best way to do it, go about it. I think that is the best way. I think um, you could definitely help boost Raw by putting Big E as champ and then having New Day go after, like, the tag titles or something. I don't think they're going to do it. I think really? Big, I think Big E stays on Raw, and I think Kofi or Xavier stays on Raw. I think somebody's going oh, to SmackDown. I think they're going to do the same thing. Run? I think they're going to do what they did with Big E and split one of them. <laughs> Xavier, probably. 
Xavier and SmackDown could be good as yeah, like going I feel for like, like, like the... might, I feel like he should probably get a singles run because everyone else has. Yeah, Kofi's yeah. gotten something before. It almost feels yeah. It almost it would almost feel weird if if Xavier never gets it. Never gets like. At least like a mid card title. Like if you don't want to put him as world champion, I get that. Like yeah, that's fine. Like but like put him as an like IC champion, like that'd be cool. Yeah. Um. Do you um? Okay. Last last other thing. Do you think um? Do you think anybody from NXT like a big name is gonna call get called up in the draft? Um. I can't think of anyone. I don't know. Maybe. I can't really think of anyone. I'm trying to think who's on the roster. I don't really... I, I, I don't know watch. I don't know who's on the roster anymore. I could see... Um, honestly, I could see them calling up, like, Gargano. Yeah. Because Candice is now off because she's pregnant. And they're doing the wedding with Indy and Dexter. So he's going to kind of be alone. Um, so I, I could see a Johnny Gargano call up as, yeah. like, a, a big random name. And they could try and entice him to stay by giving him main roster money. So... Um, I guess we'll see. But tomorrow is the NXT reboot. Or, again, most likely when you're listening to this today, it'll be Tuesday because it's 11.53. So um, I'm sure we'll share our thoughts on it when we do our AEW review. Mm -hmm. Um, So keep your eyes peeled for that. But until next time, we'll talk to you guys in a future episode. So have a good rest of your week. Enjoy some wrestling, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.